turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. What are the answers to life's most important questions? Actually, you can't avoid answering these questions because you already do. It happens simply by how you've chosen to structure your priorities, spend your money, and use your time. Tune in as we interview pastors and leaders throughout the valley discussing the must-answer questions. Welcome to The Form Show. Welcome to The Form Show. Mark Lucas here, KPXQ. What a joy it is to come and to spend time with this beautiful Faith Talk listening audience. Today, I have the joy, and I am so elated to have a really good friend of mine, Dustin Oram, here in the studio with me. Dustin and I have been friends. We were just asking this question back and forth. How long have I known you? And he said, you've known me since I was in eighth grade. And I'm like, gosh, I feel so old right now. But it is a joy to know this incredible man that is a beautiful friend of mine, and he has been doing ministry all over the world. And we get to talk really about evangelism and and sharing your faith today on the Forum Show Dustin Orm, a little bit about him. He is the action sports chaplain. Yes, those guys that fly through the air on BMX bikes, that's his world. He is with Fellowship for Christian Athletes serving the X Games. He also comes alongside the local church to utilize action sports as a platform for outreach to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, Dustin, thanks so much for coming in today, brother. Oh, blessing to be here. Stoked to see what the Lord has for the conversations. Can't wait, man. Second time I've had you in, and I think I'm going to have you in a lot more. <laughs> so, you're a good friend, and we get to just be open, be honest. I want to tell the beautiful listening audience of Faith Talk, we don't have this all figured out. This is a conversation we're going to have today about sharing our faith, mm-hmm. being prepared to give an account and an answer for the hope that we have inside of us. So the desire of this conversation is with great authenticity, with a beautiful heart of encouraging you that are listening in, we need to be sharing our faith. And really, these are just things that we've been doing, ways that we're growing, ways that we're learning, to be able to share our faith each and every day with the people that God has put right around us in relationships. So there's so many things that we're going to talk through today, but we're just going to do this in a very real, open way, like Dustin and I are having coffee at Starbucks, and you guys get to listen in to this conversation. So the first thing I want to say is this, and I know if you're listening and you're thinking to yourself, you know what, Mark, I just, I'm not a professional Christian. I don't know enough of the Bible, haven't gone to seminary, I've only been a Christian for maybe a few short months or I'm just not comfortable enough to share my faith with others. I just don't have enough knowledge. I don't know enough about the Bible. And we're all going to say that, myself included. Even a guy that was a pastor for almost two decades, we're going to say these things. We're going to make the excuses to say, you know what? 
gosh, I just don't know the gospel well enough. So, Dustin, what would you say to that? What would you say to that listener, or even to ourselves, as we're talking to ourselves throughout this time together? How do we kind of first start with that question? Because that's really where I think we need to start is not being comfortable enough, not knowing the gospel well enough. How would you encourage that listener? What would you say to that listener today who's listening into the form show? Uh, I mean, the, the beautiful aspect of that is the gospel is what has transformed our lives. And it is what has brought us to a relationship with Christ, the good news of what he has done for us. Um, and so a big part of that is going to be uh, looking at how uh, Jesus has worked in our lives. To, to bring about his truth, the different ways they did in understanding that truth that does bring us salvation. And so we know the gospel, uh, but it is to articulate the gospel is where it can become uh, a little bit more of a, a fearful thing because we know it to be true, but now articulating those true aspects of it can be scary and it, it can be very, very difficult. And my my advice is I have walked in this fear and this yeah. difficulty in, in looking at how to do it is, I mean, first and foremost, prayer, coming to the Lord in prayer, seeking his his words and his insight on how to be able to clearly articulate the gospel, clearly talk through the gospel, um, and in in prayer and in seeking the Lord in it, how has He revealed the gospel to us through His Word? And so, going to His Word and looking at the different passages. So, if you don't know it specifically and, and you're fearful, I don't know enough of the the verses. First things first is going to someone that you know does know the verses and seeking their their wisdom and their insight, right? We're created for relationship under our relationship first with the, the Father. And so we walk with one another in doing that. And so seeking someone to, to help us in looking for the passages with which proclaim the gospel that we can see the gospel clearly in and then uh, and we can we can even talk about that on the show and some of those passages that have gone to and and look at to give you uh, the resources but going to people to find the resources to uh, proclaim the gospel to know the verses to know how Christ has worked and what he has done in his life death and resurrection and then looking at people who are out sharing the gospel. I know for me, something that's been very helpful is watching someone else share the gospel all the time, whether it's walking with them in person or there's great uh, YouTube channels and, and different things where you can see people sharing the gospel and you can see the way that the Lord works through that and how met with denial, but also times where met with uh, a desire to step into a relationship as the spirits uh, at work in their, their hearts, bringing about that transformation. So prayer, finding the, the passages, going to the word and seeing where the gospel has been proclaimed in the word, walking in relationships uh, with one another, and then um, watching people uh, coming alongside people. And I mean, we get to see the disciples coming alongside Christ as he called them to follow, and then he built them up and equipped them, and then sends them out ultimately to do that. And so kind of walking those same, those same steps and in coming alongside, seeking the Lord first, hearing his truth, walking in relationships, seeing others doing, and then allowing that uh, in the, the the radical transformation that the gospel does bring in our lives and, and the spirits leading us into uh, faithfully walking in proclaiming that. It's so well said. And I think for all of us, and I've asked myself this question, when you think in the New Testament, you think in the Gospels. What is the most successful, obviously besides Jesus? We know Jesus is always the answer. 
But besides Jesus, what specific example can we go to as the most successful evangelism story in all of the New Testament? And I think we can make a true case that it's the, one at the, the woman at the well. And here's the woman at the well who's a Samaritan. As we know, Jesus meets with her at high noon, okay? So she lives in a place of such shame that she has to go and draw water out from the well at a place of the hottest time of the day when nobody would be around. And he has this conversation with her, and in the moment of telling her that he is the living water, okay, and he tells her to go bring the town back to experience and come and see me as the living water, the Messiah. And here she brings back the woman at the well, who's not even named. He, she brings back everyone from the town. Yeah. And Jesus goes on to say in this passage in John, he goes on to say in John 4 that the town comes and they also drink from the living water. They also come into a relationship with Jesus. So she evangelizes an entire town as someone that looked in the mirror probably every single morning and thought to herself, I live in Mm -hmm. shame. I've been with multiple men. I'm not proud of who I am. And yet her willingness, and I think before we even came on, we said the most important step, yes, it is prayer. Yes, it is knowing God's Word. Yes, it is modeling and watching other people share their faith and learning through them. But I would say, beyond prayer, I would say prayer and willingness Mm, are probably the two most important steps that myself, Mark Lucas, and Dustin Oram, and this beautiful listening audience of Faith Talk, we've got to be willing. Mm -hmm. We've got to pray and be willing. And I remember back, I shared the story just a few moments ago with you before we got here in the booth. I said, Dustin, the first time that I was able to share the gospel, the good news. First off, it's good news. (laughs) Exactly. It's good news. The first time I was able to share the good news, I was 15. I had prepared... There was a track that we memorized on this mission trip that we went on as high school students, a part of Scottsdale Bible Church. I don't even make a joyful noise, but they said, come on the choir tour. We're going to sing songs, and we're going to do this in public places all through California. And then after we sing these songs and perform these drama acts, then we're going to ask people to really come out and to have conversation with us. And we're going to go out in the parks and go out in the crowds and tell people about the good news. So the, the show is over, the first show, my heart's beating, it's racing. I'm looking all over for somebody that I feel comfortable to go have a conversation with. And there's this sweet little, like, 85-year-old lady that's out in the crowd. And my <laughs> eyes meet her eyes, and I know I'm like, God, there's got to be somebody else, please. I'm so nervous. I don't, she's a sweet grandma, but I'm like, I don't know what to say to a sweet grandma. She probably already knows you. She probably already has a relationship with you. And I go and I walk over, and I've got these... The Romans wrote, I'll memorize, and I've got this track I'll memorize and what I'm going to say, and my heart is beating a million miles an hour, and all that I can muster out of my mouth is this, uh, G- Jesus loves you. <laughs> and that led into a conversation that was beautiful that obviously was led by God, yeah. where she came to a relationship, personal relationship. She said yes to Jesus in that very moment. Yeah. And really, yes, was I prepared? Yes, was I prayed up? 100%. But I think more it was about my willingness, just like the woman at the well, the Samaritan, 
to be willing to go and to tell the entire town, hey, irregardless of what you think of me, irregardless of what I think of myself, I want you to come back and I want you to meet Jesus who gave me living water and said, I will no longer thirst anymore because I have drunk from the living water the truth of who Jesus is. So I, I just, I love that. I really do. And I think that's so very important. So you do this really well, Dustin, this relational evangelism. Let's start with relational evangelism and let's start with ongoing relationships. Because you've got, your, your relational IQ is high. You really kind of naturally lean into and have beautiful friendships. And obviously it takes some work. Yeah, absolutely. But you really have, yeah, you really have a beautiful way about you to be a good friend. So how are you with intentionality? How are you in a lot of prayer and and reading God's Word and memorizing God's Word? What are some kind of best practices and encouragement and advice that you would give to the Faith Talk listening audience? Again, we're here with Dustin Oram. He's the action sports chaplain for Fellowship of Christian Athletes. What are things that you would share with this beautiful listening audience of Faith Talk to really encourage them to be mindful of ongoing relationships and how they can share their faith through these ongoing relationships, whether they're at work, whether they're uh, the next-door neighbor, whether somebody that's on their kid's soccer team, whatever it looks like, it's an ongoing relationship. So what are some things that you would share with the listeners? Uh, I mean, I think, I think you, said it, you said it perfect in being intentional in those relationships because it's easy, at least I know for me, it's easy to walk in relationships or in the, the different uh, spheres of um, interaction with people that we have, but the, the intentionality in the, every interaction and in those relationships, whether it be family, friends, or the workplace, or uh, again, we'll go into kind of the, the one time, but in those relationships where we're continually in them, just the, the intentionality of um, a small group of us were uh, in our Bible say we're talking about it the other day, and just the, the way we talk about what's going on in life. There's a lot of questions that we ask in our, our day-to-day relationships that kind of just get glazed over, and they're just questions that we talk about, but the way we can implement what the Lord's doing in our lives, all oh, like, oh, talking about our, our time in prayer or something that we're studying the Bible and how the, the Lord keeps bringing that insight that he's brought up into our lives in, in different ways and just being intentional with how we talk about how God is at work, that he is the center of our lives. Like, oh, how are you doing? Like, oh man, it's crazy what the Lord's teaching me in his word right now. I was just reading in Isaiah this morning. I just kind of go straight into that, kind of that that play on looking at how he's at work and when we're doing that in those relationships, we can also talk about how we're intentional in the the one-time relationships. Oh, it was so cool this morning as it was going into Starbucks, like someone was struggling to to make it in there and was able to help out and just simply say, God bless at the end of the, the interaction and just how the, the joy that that brought and just being, bringing it back to Christ and just being uh, Christ-focused in all we do and being honest in our our struggles as well, I think, in looking at our struggles because that's one of the areas where Christ is constantly working in our lives uh, and uh, he's using the word and, and the spirit is is bringing to light our, our different um, struggles. 
uh, that maybe we've brought on ourselves or just because of the the fallen world that we live in that we're we're dealing with um, and being able to showcase uh, God's steadfast love um, and his faithfulness in our lives amidst those different uh, circumstances as an intentional way to keep him at the center because then that points back to the fact that Jesus came to save that which were lost. He came to save the sinners, those who are broken and, and recognize that and see their need for that. And so uh, his, how he makes us right with the Father, but then how he continues in the process of walking with us in now the right practice of life that we now hold with the Father due to um his righteousness that he gives us. And so uh, showcasing that and showcasing how he's at work in our lives in that way. And then that allows other people in their brokenness and recognizing their brokenness to be honest with it. And when we can come to the Lord honestly with our brokenness, we can see him transform that and bring the hope beyond that, bring the right standing with the Father through paying the, the penalty for our sins and then seeing the the working of that in in our lives as as we move from that that point. Um, so I, I would say that that's one of the one of the ways uh, or some of the ways I kind of tied in a, yeah. a few different ones in that and, and just looking at how to how to do that. And I think part of that is us constantly walking in that relationship with the Lord. And then that naturally that's going to come out, which is going to allow us to be intentional with it. I mean, kind of even how you, how you start this, like we show what we're intentional with, with our, our money priority and our time. So are, are we investing in, in what the Lord's doing amongst the nations to, to take his, his truth to the nation to make disciples of, of all the nations? Uh, are we priority, prioritizing time to be with the Lord, to be looking at how the gospel uh, has worked in our lives and taking the joy, but the urgency of the need to take the gospel to others who are lost and dying in their sin and, and putting all those different things together and walking intentionally in that. And if we're, um, orienting our lives in a way that is all about the gospel and is gospel centered and transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ, right? That we talk about how it does get us so excited because it has taken us from death to life. And so we are so excited in that. So as we orient our lives in that, it it's going to come forth. And so a big part of it is walking in that relationship ourselves and then seeing how the Lord will do that. And then coming into each day with prayer, like, okay, Lord, how are you going to open up an opportunity with my family or the situation at work and praying through those different situations? And even just talking about that reminds me of just the importance of prayer. Most people, our family, our friends, our people at work are not going to be opposed to us praying. So if there's someone that's completely opposed to the the truth of Jesus or or what they think the truth of Jesus to be, um, we're we're still able to hey, how can I be praying for you? Or, like oh, we're gonna have a three day weekend. Uh, how can I be praying for you over that three day weekend? Or even if we hear them talking about some difficult things they're they're facing, asking hey, is there specific ways I can be praying for that? And then okay, it's one thing to do that. Another thing to write those things down actually pray for the person and then continue to check in because it, that shows how much we truly care. And it's not, we're not just trying to check something off of our list of things to do um, to earn anything with God because we can't earn anything with God. He, we are um, sealed by, by Christ alone and his work and faith alone in that. Um, so walking in that, showing that we do truly love as we see Jesus meet physical needs uh, to get to spiritual needs so we can, um, they have these different things going on. Hey, how can help with that? And they talk about some of those things 
and then see, oh, I can, you're having troubles, you got, you're busy, all this different things going on. I can bring food over to your family this week and I'm going to continue to be praying for you amidst that. And then that's going to open up, um, opportunity after opportunity as we lead into all of that through prayer um, and seeking the the Lord and the Spirit to be at work in, in the hearts of the people that we're interacting with and giving us the boldness and working in our hearts to proclaim uh, proclaim His truth. So that's a whole bunch. Talked a whole bunch, so but the good. Lord's so good, and it just gets so stoked. You, I can see your passion <laughs> and your excitement. I mean, it's awesome to be a part of. So in that, there's a couple things that I just wanted just to touch on that you shared, and I just want to share personally what it's meant to me when it comes to sharing my faith. I think you said this, and it's really, really, really important to be honest in our struggles. Yeah. I think so many times, whether I'm standing on the sidelines with my watching my son play soccer with other soccer dads and soccer moms, and a soccer dad that I know through soccer will ask me the question, how you doing? How was your week? <laughs> and that's kind of the standard, and that's, that's great, because that gives me, that gives us, when this happens, it gives us an opportunity to say things like, you know what? It, it's, it's been a really tough week. Yeah. Really been struggling through some things with my daughter. She's a teenager right now, and she's in high school and dating, and I'm just not prepared for that. But it allows me to kind of open up just a little bit and see the posture they take, see how they respond to that authenticity and that openness. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I'm able to walk through, gosh, I've really been praying. Yeah. Really been praying and just just asking God and his word to help me in this. Mm -hmm. And then just kind of step back and see how they respond. But it allows them enough of an opportunity to know, number one, that you're leaning in on your faith, you're leaning in on God, you're leaning in on his word and the precepts and truths of his word to be able to help you navigate parenting a teenager, okay? And that's really been a good practice for me to say, God, will you help me take off kind of the mask Mm -hmm. that I want to wear throughout my days to say, I'm fine. How's your week been? Yeah, it's, it's been pretty good. Work's been pretty good. Yeah. Family's pretty good. And then in their eyes, because they're going to respond probably the same way, mm-hmm. they think, okay, great. I'm fine too. Yeah, the soccer game, blah, 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 blah. And then we go on to talk about the soccer game. But if I can just give them a little bit of authenticity, mm-hmm. if I can open up just a little bit and then step back and see how they respond, now it allows me to intersect my faith and my relationship with God yep. in whatever I'm going through. So I really love that. The other thing that has been good for me is a specific reminder, and you have a lot of daily reminders, but I wear, and I talk a lot about it with the beautiful Faith Talk listening audience, I've got this bracelet on my right arm that says family. And it's a crossing that stands for forget the F about me, I love you. So in the morning with prayer and intentionality, I say, God, how can I show family today? Mm. In the ongoing relationships, and how can I show family today in the one-time relationships? And give you glory, not me, give you glory, but let me selflessly love them. Let me forget about me in this moment and say, I love you. I care for you. I want to pray for you. I want to show you gratitude. Whatever it might be, those have been two really good things 
to help me, as our good friend Tim Reed would say, make my world small yeah. and give me opportunities. Give us opportunities to say, God, I want to do this with great wisdom. I want to be wise in the way that I have conversations today. And it really leads us to a passage that I want to talk a little bit about. Paul would say this in Colossians 4, 3 through 6. Here's what it says. Paul would write, At the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word of God to declare the mystery of a Christ on account for which I am in prison. I love this. That I may make it clear which is how I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom towards outsiders, making the most and the best use of the time you've been given. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. We only have a few minutes left, but what are just some maybe like 30 seconds to a minute, some final thoughts on this passage and just encouraging the listeners on sharing their faith? Uh, I mean, just the, the again, we've been kind of talking about the entire time in, in the aspect of prayer and leading into it. And even last night, I was about to go to the, the skate park and get a session in on the bike. But before I go in there, like, okay, Lord, show me how you would work in this time Is this and what you have in store for this and just wisdom to be able to, to walk in, in your ways and your truth and, and to proclaim you to the, the other people that are going to be here and doing that. And so prayed that, went into the park, kind of just like your talking about it is so important to interact and and build the relationships and then be intentional with putting Christ into the conversation and having Christ at the center of it and seeing okay do they want to to talk more about Christ and and bringing him to to light in the conversation and see where they're at and at first nobody really wanted to talk about that but then a guy came over later and we started talking and he was dealing with some some different things and so in talking about um that truth and seeking the lord's wisdom and he gave me the words to be able to talk about uh, into some of the issues he was dealing and to be able hopefully lord willing still praying about it um connect him to a church in that area where he was as it was a little bit further away but know some churches over there and uh got his number going to continue to reach out to him and continue to do this but there were other guys that didn't and so in saying all this there's going to be people that don't want to interact uh, but there's going to be people that the Lord's working in their heart and so stay faithful in it walk in boldness in it uh, and know the truth of the gospel quick little easy way to explain it God, man, sin, Jesus and we can walk in that and see his transformation and walking through those different steps with people thank you Dustin Orm so much for being my guest have a great day take care